Okay, we're going on live in three, two, one. Uh, any day now. Okay, let's do this again. Wow. Okay, I messed up on my part. Let's do it again. One last time. Going on live. Three, two, one. So what I'm trying to say is, if I can change, and you can change, we can change. You're listening to WowFireRadio.com presents the Jerry Torres Program. No bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy, fun stuff. And now, here's your host, Jerry Torres. Five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy and Tits McGee. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Well, mess up on the intro. That was my back. Welcome, one and all, to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres program here on Spotify and TikTok Live. So, welcome, one and all. Appreciate everybody coming on, staying on. Thank you so much. And yes, we got my face. Yes. So, all right, let's get down to the nitty-gritty before we continue. President Steve will be back on this on Monday. I cannot wait. Uh, I miss those guys and uh, hope they had a great vacation. I know they did, and they clearly deserved it. So they'll be back on Monday live. Thank Goonie Goonie Goonies. All right. Also, um, I'll be doing a comedy show tomorrow in Doylestown, PA. So if anybody's interested, go to ComedyCabaret.com. So tomorrow at the Doylestown Comedy Cabaret in Doylestown, PA. So I'll definitely be there. And also, August 12th, I'll be performing at the Atlantic City Comedy Club and at the Clariage. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Go to AtlanticCityComedyClub.com to find out more information. But I'll be there August 12th. Yes, that's right. I'll be doing some time up there. So thank you to my good friend, Latisse, to uh, make that happen. I appreciate her very much. She's a wonderful friend. And also, um, let me see here. Let me see here. Yuck, yuck, yuck. My book is almost finished. Yes. Uh, my face on cover, my thoughts in book will be finished hopefully by July or August. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to promote my book ever so much. That's a definite. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, I'm definitely going to be to promote it. Oh, good Lord. I don't know. Like in uh, billboards and um, let me see billboards, you know, billboards and a couple other places. Yeah. Yeah. Billboards. And then on TikTok, and then on my podcast show, and then I'm going to promote my book for a solid month on TikTok. That's a definite, it's definitely going to happen. So I'm really looking forward to it. And also going to promote it on a billboard. I'm looking forward to that. So I re- it's going to be an ebook basically. Um, it'll be sold on that way you can read it on your phone, your tablet, your laptop, uh, anytime, anywhere. So that way you don't have to be carrying a big bulky books with you, you know, everywhere you go. And trust me, if, if I show you my desk, my office, it has books galore. Yeah. And I'm an avid reader. I try to be on my free time, but there's so many books that I've read mostly like, um, like art of war. I read that, you know, uh, 
the Book of Five Rings. I read that, you know, and also life stories of great entertainers. That's also like to know uh, what they went through when they first started this business. So uh, it was great. So, all right, now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Um, now it's a full strike. Uh, I'm happy for this because the Screen Actors Guild and the Writers Guild are now on strike and nothing will be filmed. Everything is on hold, and which is good because now they mean business because it's time for these, um, you know, for these companies to pay these writers, pay these actors, you know, pay them the residuals of what they deserve because they bring life to what we watch. And without that life, there'd be nothing, you know. And uh, I just don't understand why these big wigs, major producers are just not budging. They have to budge. Now they're going to budge because with the actors not performing, you know, they, they can't film nothing. And then you lose money, you know. But now knowing, oh, well, it's all right. We'll just make reality shows. <laughs> no, no. Pay them what they're worth. That's it, man. Pay them what they're worth. Pay the actors, pay the writers, pay everybody. You know, 50 cents off the dollar, 25 cents off the dollar. Whatever you make, whatever you, because it's all in residuals now. Everyone at the time, I remember when was it, 2007, or I believe it was, when the first strike came around. Um, it was because people were buying DVDs. And buying, well, at the time when VHS was barely alive, but, you know, and reruns were appearing on TV, these writers wanted residuals. And it took some time after like a hundred some days of the strike. Finally, finally, they got what they deserve. And I'm happy for that. Now, that was in 2007. Now, look at it. 2023 is streaming services now from Netflix to Amazon Prime to Hulu to Paramount to Warner Brothers. The list goes down of all these streaming services. And now they're like, wow, from now you want... 50 cents off the dollar. Now you want 75 cents off the dollar. Jeez, guys, you're going to make me broke. No, no. These companies make over $800 billion, at least that, through people downloading, people watching these streaming services, paying like $3 a month, $8, $12 a month from Hulu all the way down to Amazon Prime, right? Including Netflix and everything else. Now, and everything re-airs like i would love watching frazier i love watching cheers you know no matter i have a bad sad day i will put that on and it puts a smile on my face you know amongst other shows that people just love to watch like uh star trek you know the original star trek show uh battlestar galactica the list goes down of all these shows that people love even the comedies down to the seriousness down to the dramatic no matter how many times even though if they downloaded it, if it comes on, the people sit down and they watch it. Even though if they know the episode, they know the lines down from Breaking Bad. Now, with this Screen Actors Writers Guild, and, um, you know, the uh, Screen Actors Guild and writers, now all of them are on strike. Now everything is on hold. Nothing can be filmed, nothing can be produced, nothing. So that means that be prepared to watch reruns. Be prepared to, you know, all these premieres that are happening are now on hold. Doesn't mean it's going to stop the movie from being in theaters. It will appear on theaters, guaranteed. But as for other projects, they can't film. 
You know, they, they and there no writers cannot write. There's no uh, writers' meetings, no directors, no producers, nothing. Nothing cannot be produced, directed in any way or in any form. So, which means um, that now get ready to be watching reruns. You know, <laughs> because, and now I got a feeling these uh, major executive producers are going to say, you know what, we have so many movies in the shelf that haven't seen the light of day. We're going to grab them and put them out in movie theaters or put them on stream service. It's like, wow. Then they're going to go for AI. They think that AI is going to take over. You know, it's technically not. You need human touch. As the song goes, you know, you need that human touch. I play, I play with AI. I just play with it because I'm curious. You know, it has written some stuff for me, and I give it the human touch, and I upgraded it a bit. Make it more sound like it's coming from me, which it is now. But these executive producers are like, you know, you know what? We'll go with AI. They can create a good script and we'll bring it to life. You know, now they're thinking with holograms and, uh, you know, AI and then androids and whatever. You know, everything cannot be created from one person instead of a cast, you know. And they're thinking it's going to save them a lot of money. These All these executive producers, they think they're going to save so much money. But now, everything is on hold. Now, no one's going to be making money. Not the actors, not the writers, not even the executive producers, not even the directors, not even the people that does the craft table services. Everything will be on hold. Which is sad because everybody needs a paycheck. Everybody has bills to pay. Everybody has rent. You know, it's like, uh, listen, I wanted to be an actor. An actor said this best. Um, When I did background work for years, right, I did one for M. Night Shyamalan's uh, The Last Airbender, right? Now, I was on set for three months, and I had a lot of fun. While everybody went back to the tents, you know, and just sat down, I was still on set, but I didn't bother anybody. I just wanted to watch how things are created. So I was watching the writers going up to the actors and and the camera setups and everything. And then when they were performing, you know, where they would put the camera and the actor where he would he or she would stand, you know, just to get the crank angles and, and the shots. And it was very it was a learning experience. I had a lot of fun. So I was on there for three months. Right. Now, I met this one actor that was on. He was an official actor, you know, and really nice guy. Cannot remember his name, but he was in all three Law and Orders. Now, you know, uh, Special Victims Unit, the original Law and Order, and Law and Order FBI. I think that was the title of it, whatever, right? But he was a really down to earth nice guy. He was talking to everybody like a buddy. We talked about sports, we talked about cars, you know. Uh, what to add for in a pizza, you know, he was Italian, but he was from the Bronx, you know, but he was uh, an actor. He worked in all three Law and Orders. He showed us proof, his SAG card. He showed us his uh, ID pass to get in on set. So, but he wasn't being pompous, cocky, arrogant. He wasn't dropping names, but he played, he was a character actor. They call him the recycle actor. They used him in so many scenes, but in different portrays of characters, and he loved it. He was like the mob boss, bodyguard. He was a bouncer. He was a lawyer, a, an ex-convict, a cop. 
you know, you name it, that's what he was, you know, except like they would add makeup, you know, put a hat on or a wig to give him that change of look. It's called range in acting, right? So, and I asked him a question. I said, did you get into acting to become rich and famous? And the answer, he looked at me and he goes, no. He goes, I don't want to be a famous actor. I want to be a working actor. I was like, wow. And it changed my whole perspective right there. That's all he wanted to do. He just wanted to work because he loved what he does. He didn't want the fame and fortune. He didn't want the entourage and the bodyguards and the, uh, and the paparazzi taking pictures of him of every footstep he takes. You know, he says he didn't want that. He told us he gets recognition from time to time, you know, and, you know, he just said, yeah, that was me. And he does Broadway and stuff like that, you know, but he was so down to earth. He was so nice. He wasn't pompous, cocky, arrogant, bragging, nothing like that. He was just like a, a guy. You know, and when he said that, made me understand and realize what this business is about. You know, of course, you get your one or three, those certain percentage of actors that have the bodyguards that, you know, that uh, the entourage, the, 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 the private numbers, they have to go through 50 people before they can get to that one person. And, you know, the list goes down and I kind of. You're like a prisoner of your own fame kind of thing. But this guy was like, I forgot his name. But anyway, he was like, no, nah, I just want to be working. I just want my, at the time before cell phones, it was the, the Razor phones came out. But he was like, I just want my phone to ring and my agent to say, hey, we need you here down at the Bronx. You're going to be here for four days. This is how much you're going to be paid an hour and in hours. And then you plus you get your bonus and your residuals, blah, blah, blah. He goes, that's all I want to hear. That's it, you know, kiss my wife, pack my stuff, and I'm there first thing in the morning on set. You have to be on set at a certain specific time um, because they start filming, and, and hopefully they can get it done early. Sometimes filming on set could be like hours and hours and hours, right? But anyway, that's all he wanted to do. That's He just wanted to be a working actor, and that's what everybody wants to be. They want to be working, you know? And I'm happy for these SAG after actors from Matt Damon to all these big name actors that are walking alongside the screen, the writers. I am so happy that's happened because right now, now they mean business. Pay everybody what they're worth and stop, you know, stop, stop being cheap. These executive producers and streaming services are just not budging. They're like, you know what? No, pay them. Pay them. Just pay them. And then everything can come back to life again. Everything can come back filming again. You know? Um, you know, sometimes I wish I was, you know, a big name so I could be with, with the writers and, and the actors. And like today, there was the premiere of Oppenheimer that happened in London when they heard of the strike. Right away, they were like, okay, guys, let's go. They didn't bother to sit down and watch the movie. They just, All the actors just got together and said, let's go. We're with be with be with our with our brothers and sisters from Screen Actors Guild to Writers Guild. We want to walk alongside, and I'm glad they did that. And they mean business. Even the Oscar winning, the big names, they're like, you know what? We're walking too. Fran Drescher was like, yo, all right, we mean business. And these big wigs are like, listen, we're gonna pay you. Just relax. And you know, when now or later, we'll let you know. <laughs> okay, that's it. We're done. Let's walk. Boom, and it happened. 
So now all writers and actors are on strike, which means nobody gets paid. Nobody gets created. Nothing gets created. Nobody gets paid. Nothing gets created. All right. And I'm happy for that because when everybody walks together and sticks together and hold, they hold their ground. And when these executive companies are losing money by tomorrow, they're going to start losing money. Then they're going to budge and say, all right, we'll pay you 50 cents off the dollar again. You know, whatever the economy is now, it changed so much. It's a thing where you have to share and share like. And I just feel bad for everybody. I do. They were talking to, there was on uh, Entertainment Tonight, uh, there was this um, Inside Edition. And we're speaking to this actor. He wasn't a big name, but he was a working actor. He appeared in so many shows, right? But he's an actively working actor in L.A. And they interviewed him, and he goes, you know, I, I do this to pay my bills. I love doing what I do. He's a writer and an actor. But he goes, I love doing what I do. And now with this strike, you know, uh, either they pay us or we go homeless. I was like, wow. And when you think about it, it's like all companies that go on strike. Think about it. Postal service, the, uh, you know, the, the, the waste management. When they went on strike years ago, this was like in the 80s, all right? And then when um, the Postal Service went on strike and then oil companies went on strike, the list goes down of all these major corporations that went on strike because they wanted to get paid what they're worth. They wanted better, proper medical benefits, bonuses. You name it, that's what they wanted. And these big weight companies, they were like, no, we'll pay, what happened? What? All right, fine, we'll pay you 25 cents extra. Is that better? They were like, what? <laughs> no. Eventually, these companies will bend. And then when they do, they're going to have to make an understanding because when someone says they're going to strike, they mean business, man. You know, you, you can't just say, you know, and it just frustrates me. Like all these major, from Netflix to Amazon to Hulu, they're, they're like, you know, the, They'll go on strike, they'll get tired, and they'll, they'll beg for their jobs back. No, I don't think that's going to happen. It's going to be in a way where eventually these corporations are going to bend and say, fine, this is what you want, we'll pay it to you. Hey, Mudbogs, how you doing, buddy? I would love to put you on live, but I can't right now. I'm going to be on here for another 10 more minutes, my friend, but I appreciate you coming on, but thank you so much. Hope you and your family are doing well, my friend. That's my boy, Back 40 Mud Bogs. That's right, buddy. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Who's the, the guy in the red shirt? I, I got to give him props. Hold on, buddy. There you go. All right. The real Jonathan559. How you doing, bud? Real Jonathan. Wow. Are you are the real Jonathan? Or you say you are the real Jonathan. <laughs> but um, I'm happy for now actors and writers are all on strike. And eventually, these major corporations are going to say, <laughs> I got a feeling they're going to be losing a million bucks a day <laughs> or more. 
You know what I mean? This is this is going to be bad for these companies because, again, I say and I say it a thousand times over. Not just the actors, not just the directors, not just the producers. It's the writers, and these writers bring life to what we watch. Your favorite shows, your favorite commercials, your favorite talk show jokes. You know, they bring life, and without that life, there's nothing. Of course, and you're just going to be just saying the same thing over and over and over again. You're like, uh, I want new life again. For what we watch is is either you could be your favorite show, your favorite movie, or a movie that you're really looking forward to watch, you know. And without the writers, hey, JP3, how you doing? And without these writers, they bring nothing. No writers, no life. And eventually, and this will happen, all these streaming services, all these major movie production companies, they're going to say, fine, because they're going to start losing money. And when you start losing money, nobody makes money. I'm good, JP3. How you doing, buddy? So it's time for now for these writers, Screen Actors Guild, these Writers Guild, to stand their ground and say, you know what? We're going to keep striking until you pay us what we're worth. And just to all these major companies, these major production companies, from Netflix down to Paramount, just pay them. I've been doing live now. I'm on here for another nine more minutes, JP3. I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Thank you so much. If you want to stick around, please do, my friend. Say, uh, follow uh, my boy, the real Jonathan. He thinks he's the real Jonathan, but I know the real Jonathan. Yeah, the real Jonathan wears a red sweater. Uh huh. If you want, you can follow Bender Joe Cool and LSA3623. Follow all these guys. Goat, yeah, Goat, JP3, Bender Joe Cool, and LSA. Follow each other, man. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Follow each other, all right? So, again, I say I'm happy for all these guys. All the Screen Actors and the Writers Guild, now they're all on strike. And I'm glad. And also, follow my boy, forty uh, Back 40 Mudbox. Follow him, too. He, he's too cool for us, man. He is, man. <laughs> um, so, I don't know what's going to happen in the end. First thing tomorrow morning, no one will report to work. <laughs> it's it's going to be like the tumbleweed going across you know, the town. And uh, it, it's going to pretty much suck um, for all these people that are looking forward for a new season or a new episode. And they're just going to be like, what? You mean I'm sticking with reality shows? Ew. And I am not a reality show guy. I am not. Like the Vanderpump rules. Yeah, no, I don't know nothing about that. And would I watch that show to save my life? No, I would not. Shit. Oops. Hold on. Oh, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah. There we go. When I watch that show, save my life? No, no. Shut up. Anyway. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'd like to thank everybody for coming. So just be prepared for the next couple weeks. <laughs> Hopefully the fall season is just around the corner. Um, any episodes, summer as shows that come out, just be prepared to watch reruns, man. 
<laughs> I mean, and I know these producers are going to go into their vaults and these warehouses to say, hey, where's that movie that we made 20 years ago? Well, it's going on in the theaters. How about that new uh, preseason episodes of these 23 episodes that never saw the light of day? About the lawyer, the doctor, and the cop working together to solve a crime. Oh, yeah. Well, take that off the shelf, blow the dust off, and put it back on. We're going to air it. You know, it's like, ugh. I, I got a feeling they're going to start doing that. The dog and the parakeet. Doctor. <laughs> you know, dog and parakeet. PhD. Watch it this fall. It's like, oh, my Lord. Um, Solidarity works. It does, Bender. It does, man. Break the movie studios. Solidarity works. And you're damn right, my friend. Solidarity. That's why with all these actors and writers, like I said, they're all now together. And they stand together. And I'm telling you, when you stand, the big wigs will fall. And eventually, they're going to say, all right, we're going to pay you what you're worth. Please come back to work. And they will. You know. So, listen, man. The Deadpool Wolverine movie will be on hold. I'm sorry, guys. They're right now filming it. Now they can't film it. There was another movie that I was really looking forward to. I can't remember the name. That's on hold, too. So all these movies that you're really looking forward to, everything is on hold. Everything. So just hang in there to all my screen actors and and uh, screen actor, the, the SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, and the Writers Guild. I'm proud of you guys. And stand your ground and just don't, you know, invent these guys, the big wigs will pay you. It's going to happen because now with everybody's solidarity sticking together, now the walls will start crumbling slowly. All right. So I'm proud of you guys. Stand your ground. Oh, what's this? Thank you. Thank you. Another picture shot. Right, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I'm only going to be on here for like 30 minutes, like I said. But I'd like to thank the guys that are on here right now. So, Goat, thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate you coming on, staying on. Thank you so much. As a matter of fact, I'm going to follow JP3 right now. There you go, JP. I followed you. Bender Joe Cool, I'm going to follow you right now. And LSA3623, I will follow you right now. And all you guys, follow each other. Goat, JP3, Bender Joe Cool, LSA. LSA3623. All you guys, follow each other for real. Follow my boy, WKMoo78. He's also a cool dude, man. Follow each other, man. That's all we're here for. And listen, I apologize if I didn't announce it on uh, TikTok, recorded and put it up. But I did see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. I loved it. It was good. And I can't wait for the sequel. So definitely go see uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. It's out in movie theaters. You're going to love it. I'm telling you, it's not going to let you down, especially the train scene. That's all I got to say. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I'd like to say to everybody out there, thank you so much. And again, I'll be performing tomorrow at the Doylestown Comedy Cabaret in Doylestown, PA. Tomorrow, showtime's at 8 o'clock. If you're interested in going, go to ComedyCabaret.com. Click on Doylestown, and you'll see the time and dates and me performing there. Also, August 12th at the Atlantic City Comedy Club. I will be performing there as well. So go to AtlanticCityComedyClub.com. My book is in the works. It will be finished very soon. Um, uh, it, the title of my book is called My Face on Cover, My Thoughts and Book. It's about all of my comedy experiences and what I think of life. You know, and uh, hopefully it will be a big seller. And I'm going to promote the living hell out of it 
come when it's ready once I publish it. So hopefully everybody downloads it. It's not going to be a solid book. It's going to be an ebook, so everybody can read it on their phone, their tablets, their laptops, anytime, anywhere. I didn't see the Indiana Jones movie. I wanted to, but you know, I figured the first Indiana Jones was awesome. The third one was superb, and two and four were horrible. So I am not going to watch the new one. Maybe when I'm extremely bored, I'll watch it when it's on when it's, you know when it comes on streaming services because I was never too excited and you know I don't know I don't know I'll just wait till it comes on like Amazon or Netflix and then I'll watch it. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you loved it, hey, more power to you, my friend. Um, JP3, appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, but you should watch Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. All right, bud. Well, listen, you guys can come on anytime, anywhere. Uh, once I promote when I'm coming on live, so I appreciate you guys coming on. So before I leave, I like to always close a, a classic good song. Let me see here. Let me see here. Let me see here. Ah, let me see here. Uh, da 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 da. Yeah. All right. All right, JP3. You too, buddy. Have a good day, my friend. All right. So let me find a good song to close with. There we go. All right. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming on the Jerry Torres program. And the Spotify uh, title of this, you can download it. We'll be entitled Actors and Writers Stand Together. Okay. So before I leave, I'd like to thank everybody out there again. And uh, the podcast, this podcast episode will be uploaded on Spotify. Again, the title of it will be called Actors and Writers Together. Okay. So before I leave, I'd like to thank everybody out there again. And the uh, Preston Steve Show will be back on Monday. So I'd like to say to everybody out there, whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you a fun fondue. I'll be back maybe tomorrow or Saturday. I don't know. So I ask you all, please don't go change it. Tony Braxton, you're making me high. Please, baby, take me away. Yeah.